Support for this IPR podcast comes from Iowa Community Foundations, an initiative of the Iowa Council of Foundations, connecting donors to causes they care about. Details on the Endow Iowa Tax Credit Program at communityfoundations.org. Today is Tuesday. It is the 30th of August. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. The number of Iowa prison inmates who are caught committing another crime after they've been released from prison has been dropping. Iowa Department of Corrections Director Beth Skinner has the data for the past two state fiscal years. She says recidivism went down last year for the first time in six years and has gone down another 1.7 percent this year. That would be for the state's fiscal year that ended June 30th. At one point, more than four out of ten people being sent to a state prison had been sentenced to a correctional facility before. It's fallen to 37 percent, which Skinner says ranks Iowa among the top ten states at reducing returns to prison. Our staff has worked so hard to do evidence-based practices, have fidelity to the work they do, their commitment, their passion for people to have second chances, knowing they're going back in their communities. They've done a lot of work. We've had a lot of plates spinning, and that's why we're seeing that success. Skinner made her comments over the weekend on Iowa Press on Iowa PBS. Two years ago, a black man's body was found burning in a Jasper County ditch. And yesterday, the last of four white people convicted in his killing was given a prison term. IPR's Zachary Oren Smith heard from the victim's family. A judge in Powasheet County is sending Cody Johnson to prison for not telling police about the murder of Michael Williams after he handled the body personally. The man convicted of murdering Michael Williams, Stephen Vogel, brought Cody Johnson to his basement in order to help move Michael Williams' body. IPR News spoke with Michael Williams' aunt Paula Tarrell, who says ever since the NAACP called this murder not racially motivated, there's been a lack of attention on the case. If you hear on the news that a black man was murdered and set on fire and four white people were arrested and then the NAACP come up and say it's not racial, then at least people to say maybe he was committing a crime, maybe it was self-defense. While murderer Stephen Vogel will serve life in prison, Cody Johnson will serve a maximum of two years. In Cedar Rapids, the community school district is contracting with an education staffing agency to help alleviate a teaching shortage, specifically in special education. The Cedar Rapids Gazette reports Superintendent Noreen Bush said at a school board meeting last week there's been a national shortage of special education teachers for over 10 years. She says the current issue is not a new situation, but the district is feeling it even more now. As of last week, there were 27 teaching positions open in the district, 11 which were for a special education teacher. There are about 1,200 teaching positions in the district. The agency, Blazer Works, which is based in Georgia, has access to 800 recruiters to fill positions on a one-year contract assignment. That's according to their agreement. The adjutant general of the Iowa National Guard says their current numbers are strong, but they are facing the challenges that every other organization is facing when it comes to filling their needs. Major General Ben Carell says they will fall a little short on recruiting the mark he set. We are on the Army side uh, right at 100% strength as we uh, get ready to close out this federal year at the end of September. On the uh, air side, uh, I think the last uh, numbers I saw were about 98%. My, my goal uh, was to get us uh, at about 105% strength across uh, both Army and air. He says they need around 1,000 new recruits every year to fill the openings caused by attrition. General Carell says his recruiting team is competing now more with all the other businesses that are looking for men and women to work. And former congressional candidate J.D. Shulton has a clear path to his first term in the Iowa legislature. 
The Sioux City Journal reports Iowa's filing deadline for the 2022 election passed over the weekend with no other candidate filing for the district, which takes in parts of Sioux City's west and north sides. Under state law, local party leaders can hold special nominating commissions to fill vacancies on the general election ballot that occur because no one from the respective party filed for the June primary election. The newly created House District 1 is similar to the district now represented by fellow Democratic Representative Chris Hall, who decided not to seek another term. Schulten is a former baseball player and nearly pulled off a major surprise in his election debut in 2018, losing to then-Republican Congressman Steve King by just 3%. This is Here First, a podcast from IPR News, which you can find wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.